Hello, this is Angela Schaefers, the founder and host of Your Story Matters radio show. Today, I am interviewing Dr. Clint Steele, and he is the founder of Two Minutes to Greatness and Women Inspired. Hi, Clint. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, Angela. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I wanted to uh, have you share about Two Minutes to Greatness and Women Inspired and some of the other things that you've been doing. But before you do that, I would love for you to let our audience know some of your background and history that kind of evolved into getting you to where you're at today. Have you probably experienced this, and I know some of your listeners have. Have you ever just fell into life? You just kind of fall into whatever it is that you're doing? Mm-hmm. That, was, that was me uh, 20 years ago, you know, at 21 years old, not knowing what I want to do with my life. I, actually, I, I was an All-American football player, and I wanted to be an NFL football star, and I uh, came to the realization very quickly that <laughs> genetics were not on my side, so um, I decided to give that dream up and and pursue something else and it just kind of fell into being a chiropractor and so I ended up at chiropractic school and it, you know I enjoyed it I enjoyed working with people I enjoyed helping people from a from a you know from a healthcare standpoint and, and interacting with people I didn't like fighting with insurance companies I didn't like the restriction of being contained within four walls mm-hmm. and it just kind of um, just kind of uh, beat beat me up. It beat me up every day, and it got to the point where, uh, you know, you, you know the feeling. I, I say this a lot: is is you know the feeling on when you don't look forward to a Sunday night because you know on Monday morning you got to go back to work. And mm-hmm. that was that was my life. And I I, I just woke up one morning. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, I'm making good money. They talk about. You know, it doesn't matter how much money you make. If, you, if you're not happy doing what you're doing, you know, all the money in the world will, will make you happy. Absolutely. And so, you know, I was making good money as a chiropractor and, and doing well financially, uh, you know, buying the, the things that we wanted to buy, but it wasn't bringing me happiness. And I was depressed. I was, you know, I, I wake up in the morning. I didn't want to get out of bed. And I would force myself out and just just on and on every day, you know, I had a different story of how I just made it through the day mm-hmm. and, you know, nothing extreme, nothing like, you know, I'm sure some of your guests that you've had is have these, you know, extreme stories. Mine, mine's not extreme. It's just, it was just, I fell into life. I fell into something that I didn't want to do. And I woke up one day and said, you know, what? I, I need to change this. Mm-hmm. And so I did. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think you have a, a point there is that there are a lot of stories that we just are in awe of what people have overcome, but a lot of people have just had everyday normal, so to speak, lives, but yet we all have a passion and a purpose that we should be fulfilling, and I think that might be kind of what happened to you, is that one day you woke up, so to speak, and said, wait, what am I doing here? Exactly. You know, I've I've learned in the last probably two or three years, this is about three years ago, I walked away from my chiropractic practice, and I... I realized that looking back in my life, you know, there's at various times I touched on my, on my purpose, on my purpose for being here. And that's, those are the points where I was the happiest. But I I didn't realize that that was my purpose. I didn't realize that that was what I was supposed to be doing. And so I I kind of moved in and out and kind of touched on a little bit and then, and then got away from and touched on a little bit. And now here I am 41 years old. And I look back and I say those were the happiest times of my life when I was doing what what my my gifts were, mm-hmm. you know, that were given to me that I was using those gifts 
and living the purpose. And that's when I was most passionate feel. That's when I was most joyful. That was when I was the happiest. And so I walked away from, from practice and said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get back. And it took me a few months to figure that out, you know, dabbling in things here and there. But uh, finally, I just came to the realization that, hey, I am here to, to motivate and encourage and inspire others to reach their dreams. Mm-hmm. And so now that's, that's what I'm doing. And that's why I'm, I'm loving life. I'm, I'm not dealing with depression. You know, I, I was a couple of times on medication for depression mm-hmm. and I, you know, my mom would say, well, you know, it runs in the family and, and this and that. And, you know, I, now it's been, it's been two and a half years. I haven't had any problems with depression. I just, I, I wake up in the morning. I'm excited about my life. I'm excited about my day. And I'm just, I'm, I'm out there trying to get people to do the same thing, to go after what it is that they want to go after, to live their purpose. Every one of us has a gift that we've been mm-hmm. given, of several gifts that we've been given. Mm-hmm. And whether you believe in God or not, that's entirely up to you. But bottom line is we're on this earth for a purpose. We have a purpose in this life. Each one of us has something that we can offer the world that no one else on this planet can offer the world. And that is our that is our purpose here is is to offer that to the world and give that and when we give that out uh, we're going to find that we we find true com- true contentment we're going to find joy we're going to find our purpose and we're going to find our passion. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree with you and obviously that's a great deal of the mission of your story matters is to help people to learn from their story their past you know their experiences what it is that drives them to do what they do and what it is that is really their true calling and their gifts and purpose. And I think by sharing stories like yours, people can be encouraged and inspired just by that to say, you know what, maybe Clint has a point here. Maybe there's something missing or maybe this unhappiness that I'm feeling is because I'm not doing what I'm really called to do. So I think that's awesome that you were able to recognize that and also to point out that you know you are human you did have depression you did have that feeling of being unfulfilled but yet at some point we have a choice to do something about that that's exactly right i mean it's it's ultimately it's it's your choice you know what you're doing like i said you know i i I work with people every day and they they have the excuse that you know well i have to do this because of the money or uh you know i have to do this because such and such or you know, they're, they're, they're living within their circumstances rather than above their circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know, all of us have, have issues that we deal with on a daily basis, but are you, are you dealing within the circumstances of your life? Or are you, you working above the circumstances of your life and, and making your life better no matter what the circumstances are? You know, it's easy to say mm-hmm. because I was there, I, I was in that pit. I was in that, you know, they talk about a rut, you know, being basically a, a grave, with the two ends knocked out, that's what I was, I was in a rut and, you know, it took, it took some courage to get out and a lot of people still look at me and say, what the heck are you doing? You know, you walked away from a practice that, you know, was doing well and, you know, you had patients that admired you, that, that looked up to you, you had um, people in the community that looked up to you and you just walked away from all that. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it, it didn't make me happy. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it took some, some guts to do that. Uh, but now I I can look back and say, well, I'm I'm so much happier than I than I was then, mm-hmm. and uh, pursuing and doing what God has called me to do. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you because other people that I've talked to, um, and probably myself at some point way in the past, uh, were held back by fear 
and or held back by the expectations of others. Were those two things in any way part of your story? Yeah, absolutely. And I, th- I think you hit on it. It's, it's, I think it's the, the story of most is that they either they're held back by fear, like you said, or they're living a life for others. And that's what I found myself doing was um, I didn't even know what I wanted, really. I, You know, at 21 years old, mm-hmm. um, you know, I look back and I think you shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't start school when you're when you're eighteen nineteen years old and go to college and and decide what you're going to do with your life. Most people don't even know what they want to do with their life, you know, at eighteen nineteen years old. Mm-hmm. And yet there they are going to school, paying you know thirty thousand dollars a year to go to a school that and pick a um, a pick a degree that you know they don't even know if they're going to like in ten years. Mm-hmm. So they end up doing it, you know, for someone else. Maybe their dad did it or their mom did it or, you know, someone wants them to be a doctor or someone wants them to be a lawyer. And, you know, everyone's expecting this of them. But bottom line, in their heart, they know, you know, they would rather be doing something else, but they're going to disappoint someone or they're afraid that, you know, they're, they're not going to make enough money or they're not going to be able to have the lifestyle that they want. You know, this or that. So, yeah, bottom line is do everything through love and not fear and, and you'll mm-hmm. be fine. Mm-hmm. And so what I've done is is I try to look at things through love and, and making my decisions based on love and, and instead of fear. And you, you can't go wrong that way. You, you just can't. Even if, you know, later on things go wrong, you can look back and you can say, well, I, I did that because, you know, because of this or that, because of love. But when you, when you make decisions based on fear, it, it's just not going to turn out right. Mm-hmm. Well, I really like what you said because I, too, believe that, you know, starting – and living from a place of love is critical. I think that we have to have love for ourselves and for others to be able to have the strength to overcome the challenges and the obstacles that we all face in different ways. And that's a good point of reference to hold on to. If you're not doing something out of love, what are you doing it for? Uh, of course, everyone has their own ideals about what makes them you know, work harder and try to be successful. But for me, and I think universally loves a pretty good way. I want to ask you then, based on that, do you have a couple specific tips that you would share with the listeners about overcoming fear? Because like you said, I mean, it all sounds easy. And I say a lot of the same things too about how I overcome this or did that. And I always have people ask me, but how did you do it? What exactly did you do? And so I've tried to come up with specifics. So what would you say were some of the things that you needed to do to get yourself out of that fear mode? Well, I think the, f- the first thing that I had to do uh, was was realize that my life mattered. You know, you, you're doing this show, your story matters. You know, I had to come to the realization that, that my life matters. Mm. And what I did to do that, I started, I coined the phrase now, it's called Grateful Mondays, but basically I just came to a point where, I mean, Mondays were so bad for me. I was so depressed on Mondays, you know, because I, I would get back into the office and I just, I hated being there. I had to take the focus off myself and find what it was in my life that I was grateful for. You know, everyone, as I look at anyone's life, you know, everyone can focus on the negatives in their life or they can focus on the positives. We all have we all have both going on at the same time. We all have positives. We all have negatives going on at the same time. It just depends on what you want to focus on. Mm-hmm. And so one day at the office, I woke I woke up and I said, I don't want to go in. And I was depressed all morning. And finally at lunch, I said, you know, myself, I'm going to, I'm just going to take the focus off myself. And I, I sat down, I wrote a handwritten letter about, it took me about 15, 20 minutes, handwritten letter to 
someone in my life that, you know, made a difference that I cared for that, you know, to whom I was grateful for. And I started the, the letter off saying, uh, today's grateful Monday and today I'm grateful for you. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I just wrote 10 or 15 minutes worth of material on, on what they meant in my life. And I sent it to them and mm-hmm. it was amazing. Three or four days later, I think the first one was to my mom. And three or four days later, I, I get a call from my mom, and she's in tears. And I'm just Aww. like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I and think that's that, a great point. Um, that's really a key to getting through a lot of things in our lives is to remember that there's so much to be grateful for. And sometimes, even in the worst of circumstances, you know, it's hard to find those things that, whether it's a person or a situation or or even the basics, you know, a home, clothes, those types of things. Hard to uh, appreciate those things, but very valuable, and especially in helping to overcome the fear of what if. You know, what if I quit this job or leave this unhealthy relationship or move here? What will happen, you know? And if, if you look back and say, well, here's all the things that I still have and that I am grateful for, I think that can help give you... A great deal of courage. Yeah, I agree, and I think what that did—that just that changed, started to change my mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, so I started taking the focus off all the negatives in my life and, and start focusing on the positives. And so, being grateful for the things in your life, you know, is, is a key. And then, secondly, the thing that I did—I I just started surrounding myself with with other people that were positive and, mm-hmm. and like-minded, and and just saw the good in life and you know at, at first it's hard and I, I recommend I wrote on my blog you know a few weeks ago about five steps you can do to make your life more positive and even if it's just on Facebook you know mm-hmm. finding other people that are positive that have positive posts surround yourself with them going on YouTube finding some uh, some motivational messages uh, from people I mean it doesn't cost you anything you know it takes a few minutes and mm-hmm. you start doing that and suddenly you find yourself surrounded with other people that are that are positive that are uplifting that are encouraging you mm-hmm. you find yourself encouraging them and and it just starts a whole cycle that just changes your life absolutely i totally agree with that and i think that that's one thing i too try and express express to people is there's so many people out there and messages that are positive that are uplifting and we simply need to find them around us whether we're online or in the real world they're there uh, so what would you say would be a couple things that you implemented to overcome wanting to satisfy and please others, wanting to do what others want you to do with your life? You know, I think a lot of that was just the age. You know, you get older. I think probably my son had turned uh, 15. He was getting ready to leave. He's a big big hockey player. He wants to play college hockey someday. Mm-hmm. He was getting ready to leave to go uh, to another state to play hockey for a junior program. And I just, I woke up and I thought, wow, this is going by so fast. And I said, it's unbelievable. And I, I looked at my life and I, I thought to myself, I, I don't know, you know, what I'm doing. I, this is not what I want to be doing with my life. And mm-hmm. this is going by so fast. And so I think a lot of it was just the age. And so, you know, your listeners, I would, I would ask you, you know, whether you're 25 or you're 55, sit down and say to yourself, this is it. This is my only life. Mm-hmm. And am I doing what I want to do? Am I actually doing what I want to do? And it, seriously, you you got to answer honestly. You got to mm-hmm. answer honestly. If the answer is no, then you need to sit down and take a hard look at your life, and you need to figure out what it is that you want to be doing, and then you need to make make the steps or take the steps to head in that direction. You know, Jim Rohn used to say, 
you can't change your life overnight, but you can change the direction overnight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're not going to change it overnight, but you can start. You can start in that direction right away. Mm-hmm. You know, start making the changes and implementing the changes. It may take a couple of years. It may take four or five years. Mm-hmm. But if you're not doing what you love, if you're not doing what you're you're meant to do, and you're not happy, then what does it matter if it takes a year, if it takes five years? At least you're making the changes and you're moving in the direction that you want to go. Absolutely, I love that, um, and I totally. Uh, agree with what you said and that's something that I share with people I I just say look if what you're doing today is enough then that's a good thing because we might not have a tomorrow like you said it's great to have goals and dreams and you know who knows when they'll come to fruition but in the meantime if we're not working on them then today's not enough because we're going to constantly be waiting for the next day or the next week or you know this to change or that to change and, and it's that's really not a happy and fulfilling way to live life, to me anyway. So I totally no, hear yeah. what you're saying. So tell us about Two Minutes to Greatness. What happened as far as that evolving and, and what is it all about? Well, i got to give you a brief history. You know, when I, when I changed, when I started changing, I started uh, surrounding myself with positive people. I've always been a guy that involved in sports growing up in high school and college. Uh, I've always been into motivational quotes, and so... I started a program called Text for Success, which which is just basically a, a texting service. I started texting myself and some other uh, friends and family members, not many. I think we started off with 10 or 15 people. And I would text them just a positive quote of the day, you know, first using other people's quotes and eventually led to using some of my own quotes and some of my own thoughts about, you know, how we should be living our life. And it grew to like four or 500, I, I think four or 500 people now I text on a, on a daily basis. And I, I thought to myself one day, I thought, you know, how awesome would it be to to hear the passion and hear the, the conviction behind these words and not just read the words, but hear the emotion behind the words. Mm-hmm. And so I'm listening to a motivational speaker one day and I left there and I thought, man, if I could listen to this guy every day for, you know, a couple minutes, it would be, it would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, you know, there's got to be a system out there where we can, we can get these these people to make phone calls, you know, and just hear them, even if it's just for a couple minutes a day to change their day. You know, if, if it arrives in the morning sometime, if they're having a bad day, it'll change their mindset for the day. If they're having a good day, it'll just improve their mindset for the day and it'll be even better. And so that brought about two minutes to greatness, which is basically a two minute daily inspirational, motivational, encouraging phone call that comes right to your phone. It's based on what it is that you want in your life. We have several different types of calls that are available, whether or not you want to build a home-based business and you want tips and, and motivation from, from people who have, who have built a, a great you know, home-based business or a multi-level marketing business. We have a, a women's call. It's a Christian-based women's call that uh, some amazing women, they just call and encourage you. We've had women say that it's, it's like my best friend is calling me every day just to mm-hmm. encourage me and to motivate me. We have uh, just some general inf- inspirational calls. We have my son being a, a hockey player and a hockey, uh, being a hockey family, we have a hockey call that we run where we have NHL players and coaches call, you know, youth players between the ages of 12 and, and 18 just to motivate them, encourage them, give them tips. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's every day, you know, Zig Ziglar answered the question once he was asked, you know, is motivation permanent? And, and his answer was no, motivation is not permanent, but neither is bathing. And that's why we recommend it on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're bombarded every day with negatives you know whether you watch the news or you read the paper or just the people around you Mm -hmm. you hear negative stuff every day and so 
you have to change that. You have to deflect that with something. And sometimes it's just a, a basic phone call that will do that. Sometimes it's a friend. Sometimes it's, it's something that you read. But how about something consistent every single day mm-hmm. that you can get that you know is going to be encouraging, that's going to be motivating, and it's going to lift you up? Mm-hmm. And so that's where Two Minutes to Greatness came from. Wow, I love that concept, and I think you're so right. We need to be overwhelmed with positive statements and encouraging messages instead of overwhelmed with a lot of the other things that we face in the media and online and, as you said, in person. And I think that that in itself can really help to keep us going when we're motivated to change and when we're trying to follow our dreams and our passion. You know, sometimes it's something just simple, like, you know, you know, I know there's there's DVDs out there, there's CDs, there's, you know, there's tons of stuff that you can do out there, but sometimes it's just that little effort or that's that little, uh, you know, getting off, off the couch and putting a DVD in the DVD player to watch an inspirational video or a motivational video mm-hmm. or DVD is sometimes too much. Mm-hmm. I know I've been there, okay? Mm-hmm. But when the phone rings, who who's not going to answer the phone when it rings or listen to their voicemail when it comes up? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just something that we're ingrained since we were a child. When the phone rings, you pick it up and you listen to whoever's on the other end. Mm-hmm. And so I want to make it as something as simple as possible. So I figured, the, you know, a phone call is as simple as it, as it gets. You know, picking mm-hmm. up the phone, saying hello, and listening to a message, you know, for mm-hmm. two minutes. And who doesn't have two minutes a day that they can listen? And then what that does, oftentimes I get feedback from people that says, you know what, you know, that just, that, encourages me to take the next step, which may be to watch a 30-minute DVD mm-hmm. or maybe to, to, to read a chapter in the, in the motivational book that you have or, you know, do something else, you know, and that just kind of builds on it and, and leads to something greater and something better. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That makes sense. So how would uh, people find out more information about you or the service that you provide? Well, you can go to 2minutestogreatness.com. That's the number two. And then minutes and then to greatness.com. So two minutes to greatness.com. Uh, all our information is up there right now. You, you have your choice of calls. We're adding more calls on a regular basis. So I think there's like three or four types of calls right now. You know, it's inexpensive too. We're talking uh, $5.95 a month. Mm-hmm. You know, and you get call every weekday. You know, so 20 calls for $5.95. So you can't beat the price. There's no excuses there. Mm-hmm. There's no excuses that you don't have the time. It's two minutes. There's no excuses that you don't have a DVD player. You don't know how to download a, a podcast or whatever else. You know how to answer the phone. Mm-hmm. So there's no excuses. You know, it's easy. It's available. It's affordable. It's simple as that. Mm-hmm. That's great. I love it. Clint, thank you so much for joining us today, for sharing your story, and for really offering great tips and information to encourage and inspire others to find their passion and to start living it today. Thank you so much, Angela. It's been a pleasure being here.